The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk. Kerry-based chef Ergen Kuchuk travelled to his hometown of Elbistana in Turkey after the earthquake hit to try to rescue members of his family. But tragically, his parents, his sister, his brother-in-law did not survive. Now, Ergen is still over there with some of his remaining family, and I'm joined on the line now by his wife, Rachel. Rachel, good morning. Good morning, Pat. How are you? I'm fine, but under the circumstances, your family is completely devastated by this. We are. We are so devastated. We just cannot come to terms with it. When I look at these pictures on television, you know, I don't know what these places were like before the earthquake. I'm only seeing the aftermath. But you know intimately the places where this took place. I do. I do, yes. We spent many summers over there for the last 23 years. And like the, the things we're seeing on TV, to have everything completely flat, to have the people under the debris like dead, Pinnerbashi Park, where we used to go have our picnics, our barbecues, our boat rides in the evening time and looking at every other family being happy, to now it's filled with tents, body bags and devastation. Now, from your family's perspective, how did the tragedy unfold? Um, Monday early morning, I was going to work and I just turned on my Sky News app on my phone and I've seen that Malatya and Karamamarish were experiencing very bad um, earthquake. So I rang my husband, it was 6.45am, and I said, could you please ring home, ring your mom and dad, see if everyone is okay. So he did, and he spoke to mom and dad, and they said, my son, we are fine, everyone here is fine, as long as our kids are together, we are okay. And that was the last call my husband had with his parents. Now, they were safe in the aftermath of the first earthquake, but they then were, a second yes. one came. Um, everyone was outside, but my mother-in-law, God bless her, she panicked and she got very scared. And you can imagine how cold it was over there in that area in the morning. So she went back into her house where she thought she would be safe. So my, father and, my father-in-law ran after her and they ran upstairs and we have since found out that their location was in the sitting room. It's a small sitting room. And they were uh, found there under the rubble. So having survived the first tremors, then they were caught up in in the second earthquake. They had experienced. They didn't know that things were going to be that bad. Now, I mentioned that your brother also lost his sister and uh, her husband, uh, so this is tragedy compounded upon tragedy. Yes, after my husband arrived in Elbistan, the diggers were there, but they didn't get to them in time. That was the problem. So um, about an hour after he arrived, the diggers had brought his parents out from underneath the rubble. And then the day after, he buried his parents in the village in Malap, which we were very lucky to do so. And as soon as he left the graveyard, they went out and searched for their sister, Hannah. And they eventually located her with her husband and their arms were wrapped around each other. So they too had died in the earthquake. They too had died in the earthquake, yes. Now, they had three children. Where were the children? children? They were in a different city. So they survived. They survived, they did, yeah. 
Now, everywhere around your husband now, as he tries to help out with the the search and rescue effort, um, there is just death and devastation. Yeah, he said, everywhere you go, there is death. There is people on the ground, they are dead. And even to see the people who are alive, who are just completely dying, you can see death in their eyes. And he said, it's the smell, the smell of death is horrendous over there. Um, he is going to stay for a little while longer, is he? I mean, is yes, he... Yes, he's going to stay because there are people still obviously under there, you know, who have families and they need help. And he's also helping with the takeout as well. Um, also, his brother, his wife and their three young children, they don't have a house, they don't have anything, they have nothing left. The the problem too is that many people now will no longer expect to find their relatives alive, but at least they want to find their bodies so that they can give them a burial. Absolutely, that's what that's what everyone wants is just to get them out from under there and to give them a proper burial. How how is he doing in himself? Because I I can only begin to imagine what um, the trauma has been like for him to to lose his parents and his sister and his brother-in-law from, from in those Monday, circumstances. When everything had happened, so he left on Tuesday, to hear how he is now is absolutely devastating to, for us to listen, to not be able to support him, to hug him, to give him a kiss or anything to make sure that he's going to be okay. It's, it's really, really hard. So how he described how he buried his parents, it was very unnatural. Uh, he will stay there for a while and uh, you, uh, for your part and uh, your daughter, Shanice, you are raising funds. We are. We are raising funds to highlight the tragedy that this has caused and it absolutely means the world to us in everything that has been done. The people of County Kerry have just wrapped us in their arms and gave us so much love. Because they know you and uh, they know your husband, Ergen, so... I presume they have a connection. They feel they have a connection to they this terrible tragedy. Absolutely, yeah. And we just want to highlight that it's also going to the search and rescue that were done the night of the tragedy. One of the, the aspects of all of this, it, it unfolds for the rest of us on television and it's hard to capture the reality of it for us because we see every night on television different areas of the world where terrible things are going on. Absolutely, yeah. But this is utterly meaningful for you. You you can yes, you can feel the pain. When we see this on television, we say, God bless them and God be with them. But we go about our normal life and it is true when we say we do forget. But in this time for us, we're dealing with the aftermath of it. And that is just awful. It's just heart-wrenching. I know that you feel that Elbistan is almost as much a home as Kerry is to you now. Oh, absolutely, yeah. Um, We have said that we will eventually make the journey back, myself and Shanice, and we'll pay our respects to the town and to the people, and we will go out to the grave. I suspect, though, it will be heartbreaking because you know it as a place of of holiday, of recreation, of family, and Mm -hmm. it will no longer be that. No, there is no more Elbistan. I cannot ever see Elbistan being rebuilt. There's just too much tragedy there. Before you go, Rachel, can you give us the details of your GoFundMe page? Yes, it is uh, gofund.me slash 69BE8924. Rachel, thank you very much for joining us on the line and our sympathies and our heartfelt best wishes go out to you, thank you so and much. to your husband. Thank you so much. Bye-bye.
Bye-bye. The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance. Weekdays at 9 a.m. on News Talk.